Hello everybody, this is Joy Ophiel of Alberta Ministries. Today we're going to go into the Word of God. The Word of God we're going to look into today is Luke chapter 18, verse 1. And he told them the parable and said, Men ought always to pray and not faint. Jesus told them a parable and told them that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. That is the word of God we are going to look into today. May the Lord bless you as you tune in and listen to us. May the word of God be a fruit in your life. May the Holy Spirit of God give you the power and the spirit to be consistent in prayer. May the Lord give you pray, grace to pray all time and not faint in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you <clears throat> in the name of Jesus as we go into the word of God this morning. Your word says that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Lord, we give you praise. We give you adoration because you are the most high and exalted king. We ask that you give us understanding to your word today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. Jesus said that men ought always to pray and not faint. Prayer is something that we have to do all the time. It's not something that we do today, tomorrow, next time we say we have prayed yesterday so there's no need to pray again. But Jesus is saying today that men ought always to pray. In King James it says, and he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray not and not to faint. The New King James Version, then, then he spoke a parable to them, that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Then let us look at New American Standard Bible. He said, now, he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not become discouraged. Man has to pray all the time and not be discouraged. Sometimes when we have prayed certain prayers for a long time, we say, anyway, I can't pray it again. I pray that I know God, you know, we can't keep repeating prayers. You know, maybe it is the will of God. There are prayers that are answered immediately. There are prayers that take time for God to give you a physical answer. And that doesn't mean that he's not doing anything in the realms of the spirit. God is a God that has time, attached time in everything that he does. Do you remember Zachariah and Elizabeth? It took them a very long time for them to have children, okay? And uh, they, they were servants of the Most High God. Then, not that they don't serve God. Zachariah was a priest. And there was no child for them for a very long time. But the Lord did not answer their prayers immediately because he has a plan for the child that, was, that they were going to give birth to. To be a foreigner for our Lord Jesus Christ. But at the right, at the right time, at the right time, the Lord visited Zachariah and Elizabeth and gave them John the Baptist. So when we pray prayers, we remember that God is God of timing. That doesn't mean that he, he's not answering our prayers. He's shifting things in the realms of the spirit as we pray. So that is why he said, don't be, don't be weary. Don't get tired when you're praying. Jesus gave this parable about a widow who was going to ask for help. He kept going to that man, going to the judge, going to judge, and the judge kept turning him hard down. At some point, the man said, you know what? I am tired of this woman. Let me give her what she wants so she doesn't worry me again. Now, let's look at Isaiah chapter 40, verse 30 to 31. 
But those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. Let's stop there. Those who wait upon the Lord, that means if you're a person that, consist, that is consistent in your prayer, you will renew your strength. You will, not, you will run and not be weary. He said, those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, says the word of God. They shall renew their strength. So that means Jesus said, men ought always to pray and not to faint. Even as you are praying that prayer, it might look as if the Lord is not answering you. He's answering you. He's making you, giving you strength. He's strengthening you. He's training you. He's making you a, a strong believer. He's making you a, an ego. He said they, shall, they will mount upon the wings like ego. You see that? Because you are consistent, you are coming to his presence. The more you come to his presence in prayer, the more you draw strength. The more you become a rock. The more you fly without the weight. You, lose, you start losing weight in the spirit. What I mean by losing weight in the spirit is those things that hold somebody down. You know, like Jesus said, the word of God said in Hebrews chapter 11, he said, let aside, you know, I think 11, 12, 1. He said, let aside everything that is easily besetting you, looking up unto Jesus. So the more you come to prayer, God in prayer, the more you are persistent in your prayer, the more you begin to lose weight spiritually. You begin to drop things that used to weigh you down. It won't always weigh you down anymore because the Spirit of God will knock them off. You now become closer to God. The more you become closer to God, the more you, I mean, you come closer to God, the more the, the hand of God rests upon you, the more the, the, the life of Christ drops in your life and you begin to turn, your life begins to change. The way you see things will not be the way you used to see it. You will not answer problems in the flesh. You know, whatever comes to you, you go in the spirit. You go because we are spiritual beings. If any man is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation and all things have passed away and all things have become new. You are now a new creature because you are no longer yourself. You have become like Jesus Christ. As you come to pray every time. The Spirit of God touches your life. You become like ego. Because when ego cannot fly with a heavy weight, ego is the bird that flies farther than other birds. So you become lightened. Your body becomes, your spirit becomes light. You become very, very light. Those things that weigh you down will not weigh you down anymore. Because now it's no longer you. It is Christ in you, the hope of glory. When you come before the Lord in prayer. You come in prayer all the time. You are not just coming for your need. You say come and pray. Not because of your need anymore. It's because of what he has created you to be. It's because of the power of God in you. Because he wants to sharpen you. Because he wants to turn your life around. He say you she shall be like ego. He shall fly and will not mount upon the nowhere mountain is. For Obadiah, Obadiah says that upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance. Upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance and, and, and the children of God shall possess their possession. When Abraham went to mountain, he left everybody behind. 
he took the sacrifice to the mountain. When he got there in the mountain, he had an encounter with the Lord. That was where he was able to give his son Isaac. Paraventure, he carried everybody with him there. They would have held him down and said, are you crazy? How can you sacrifice your son? They will hold him and take the knife away from him. But there he, because he is a man of God, he is always praying. He knows when the God Almighty is telling him something. And because of that, he left me those, th- those things that will weigh him down behind and took his son to go and do exactly what God told him to do. When he got to the mountain, that was where the Lord provided a lamb for sacrifice. As you keep praying, you are climbing the mountain gradually, but you don't even know that that is what you are doing. When you are praying, you are climbing. When you are praying, you are climbing. When you are praying, you are climbing. You are no longer going to be in this periphery. God will take you from one realm to the other. That is where you can speak to God as you are speaking to human beings, just like Moses did. When God picked Moses, Moses was in the wilderness, rearing sheep, cattle. But when the Lord picked him, the Lord began to draw him nearer to him. Moses started climbing the mountain. He became a man that spoke to God face to face. As you begin to pray, God is hearing your prayers. But that your prayer answer to prayer is not as important as you that is praying the prayer. He is using that prayer you are praying to change you. He is using that situation to change you. He is using that situation to draw you closer and closer to him. So when men ought always to pray and not faint, men ought always to pray and not faint. Even that situation you are praying for, it does not mean that God Death that he cannot hear you. But God has a plan for your life. The thing you are praying for might not be what he wants to do for you. What you are praying for might be an opportunity for him to draw your attention. Look at Elizabeth and the Zachariah. They were praying for a child for a very long time. But Zachariah did not allow the situation to weigh him down. He continued serving the Lord. And when the time of God came, even without his surprise, he didn't even expect it anymore. The Lord gave him a son, but he didn't give him a son because of Zachariah. He gave him a son that will run after be a forerunner for Jesus Christ. Uh, he gave him a prophet called John the Baptist. Paraventure, uh, if Zachariah and Elizabeth would have had their children earlier, they wouldn't have had a child that would be closer to the age of Jesus Christ uh, that would announce, the, announce Jesus as the Messiah. So when you ask, when you stay in a situation for a very long time, Remember there's a reason why God allowed that situation. Remember, there's a purpose for your life. Don't just stick on that situation and say, God is not answering me. So I am tired of this, of this Christianity. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. They say, they that pray, they will run and not weary. They will not grow weary when they are running. Because you are on Mount Zion, God will not let you grow weary. Because now, it's no longer your strength. It, you are riding on the wings of the Holy Spirit. You are riding on the wings of the Holy Spirit. The spirit of the Lord is the one carrying you. The spirit of the Lord is the one taking over your life. You will gradually and gradually grow. You will not be weary no matter what. Because the hand of God is upon your life. Because you are closer when you got closer and closer to the Lord. He will turn your life around. You will begin to run the race. And you will not feel weary anymore. Your eyes will gradually be removed from that situation. And gradually God will 
we take over that situation that has been wearing, wearing you down. And you will walk, gradually work on it spiritually. Gradually work on it until the time for that situation to end. That is how God works. He said that we walk and not faint. You are waiting upon the Lord. You will not weary. You will not grow weary. You will walk and you will not be fainted. You will not faint. You will not faint, I mean. You will not faint. You will not faint. Says the word of God. So the Lord is saying, even in Isaiah chapter 62 verse 7, he said, do not give him rest until he establishes Jerusalem and make her a praise of, of the earth. So you give no rest to the almighty God. When you're asking for something, fire prayer, pray as never before. Pray as if your life depends on that prayer. Don't give up your prayer. Pray all the time, not just for the needs. Pray for souls of men. Pray for those around you. Pray for your community. Pray for your church. Pray for everything. Don't just pray for yourself. Intercede on behalf of others. Because when you pray for others, the Lord will answer your own prayers. Look at Abraham. He was busy. He was crying out to God for child. And then the child didn't come. Abraham turned around and was busy with his own family. Eventually, even when he made a all kinds of mistakes. Uh, he even asked that Eliezer, Eliezer the Damascus, who was his servant, uh, should become his heir. And the Lord said, Shall never, that should not ever happen. That Isaac, the one your wife will bear for you, shall be the heir. You know what? Even at that, one day, there were three men that, were, they, that passed by. Abraham never knew whom they are, but he took care of them. He served them. He blessed them. He gave them food. And when, after the heir, what do you mean? They turned around and said, by this time next year, you will be a child. You know what? Abraham didn't know that he was entertaining the angels. And that not, was not alone. You know what else? He stood and interceded for his brother. Uh, um, for his brother. Because, uh, you know, lots. Because the angels turned around and said they can't do anything without telling Abraham that Abraham is a friend of God. Abraham was a man that was wise. I know how to work with God. He knows how to work with God. In prayer, he knows how to pray. In sacrifice, you know how to make sacrifice. In taking care of, you know, he knows how to, he has so many people around him that he took care of. So I want you to know that God, is God that answered prayer, but he has to answer it on his own terms and his own time, not our own time, but by praying, he, it will speed up your prayers because when he released the prayer, you still have to battle with Prince of Persia. You still have to battle with all kinds of demonic activities. You still have to battle with strongholds for your prayer to come from the realms of the spirit to the physical realms. That is why men ought always to pray and not to faint. Maybe the prayer you've been praying for a long time and you gave it up. Maybe the answer has come. The Lord already has given you his word. Maybe there is a prophecy hanging upon your head that has not come true. You men ought always to pray and not faint. You have to keep praying. You have to be persistent and consistent in your prayer. Pray ceaselessly. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. If not for anything, pray for the life of people around you. Pray for souls of men because Jesus commissioned us and to be disciples, to go and disciple men. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. We have to pray all the time. If not for anything, we have to pray for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Some of us are giving up hope and said that this promise that Jesus gave us long time, it didn't happen in the time of our father, just like in, in Third Peter, where they were arguing the word of God. And the Lord said that they should not be arguing his word, that he's, he's giving time because he wants many, many people to be saved. Am I going to be saved alone and others are going to hell? Men ought always to pray and not faint. Remember to pray. Remember to pray all the time. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Because men ought always to pray and not to faint. Men ought always to pray. It's a commission that God has given unto us. We have to pray all the time. Not to faint at all. In the morning pray. In the evening pray. At noon time pray. In the midnight pray. Pray when you are sleeping. Pray, pray when you are awake. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. St. Paul wrote, he said, pray in the spirit at all times. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit at all times with every kind of prayer and petition. Pray with every kind of prayer and petition. Pray, pray. Do not, do not be tired. Do not be tired. Just to this end, stay alert with all perseverance in your prayer for all sense. So it's not just your prayer for yourself. Pray all kinds of prayer and petition. Pray with alertness. Pray with perseverance. Pray for all the saints. Pray because when you pray, you are praying, you are, you are giving God, you know, making God happy by praying for others. Because when we pray for others, we are partnering with our Lord Jesus Christ. Because our G- Lord Jesus is our intercessor. We are partnering with the Holy Spirit. Because the Spirit of God makes intercession through us. When you pray all the time, even if you don't know how to pray in the Spirit, you can also pray in non tongue. You can pray in unknown tongue. You can pray, be in the spirit and pray all manner of prayer. When the Holy Ghost is praying through you, he prays the mind of God. When you went to pray, you invite the spirit of God and tell the spirit of God, I don't know what to pray. According to Romans chapter 8, I know not what to pray, but the spirit of God make it intercession through us because he knows the mind of God. He takes the mind of God and bring it down to us. When you sit to pray, don't forget to use the word of God. Don't forget to remind God his word because the word of God is active and powerful. The word of God is too, too sharper than two edged sword. By the word he created man. By the word he created all the things of the earth. The Lord said that he, he respects his word more than even his own name. The Lord said that he's not a man that he should lie. Neither he is he the son of man that he should repent. When you remind God his word, when you remind God his promises, when you remind God what he has spoken, it makes him oh God, put him you know in 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 a in a position to, to stand and defend his word because our God is a God of integrity and his word he does, he honors he honor his word more than anything why do I say that if the Lord can use his word to create the earth without anything he just said let there be and there was the word of God is creative the word of God is active the word of God is powerful so if you are praying you must carry the word of God with you you must be a man of the word you must stand in the word of God and remind God his word. Men ought always to pray and not faint. You tell God who said that. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. That is why I'm praying all the time. You have to answer this prayer, daddy. According to your will, not my will, but your will be done. This is what you said in your will. This is what you said in your word. You remind the Lord Almighty that he said this and that and God will honor you. 
That's what the word of God says. He said in, in Luke chapter 21, verse 36, Watch you therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Do you hear that? It's not just for you and me. It's for the coming when Jesus comes so that you can start. The Bible says, as he is, so we are. As he is, so you are. So we are. The Lord say that we have to be consistent with him. That when Jesus Christ comes, we will just be transformed. We should be like him immediately. We have to be alert and prayerful. We have to be alert and prayerful. Jesus Christ is on the way. We must bring him down by our prayer and readiness. We are not ready, body of Christ. Children of God, we are now ready. Even if you are ready, what of your brother? What of your sister? What of your neighbor? What of your people all over the nation that are going to hell? Are you ready for the coming of the Son of the living God? Men ought always to pray and not faint. This is what the word of God say. Watch ye, therefore, and pray always according to the Luke chapter what? 21:37. Pray always that you may be accounted worthy. Are you hearing that? To escape all these things. He was talking all the things that will happen. You are now seeing what is happening. The pandemic is here. If not for the mercy of God, so many people have gone because of the pandemic. If Jesus didn't even come today and you die, are you ready? Are you ready? When the trumpet sounds for you, when the Son of God say, come back home, are you ready to give him account of your life? That is why men ought always to pray and not faint. In the place of prayer, when you are praying for that need, the Lord is taking away things that are not of him in your life. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. When you are praying, in the name of Jesus, you are praying for people around you. You are praying for your children. You are praying for your friends. You are praying for your brethren. You are praying for your neighbor. That is why it's good to pray in the Spirit. Even if you don't know how to pray in the Holy Spirit. Even if you don't know how to pray in tongue. That's what I mean. You can pray in the Spirit by asking the Holy Ghost, lead me in prayer. Don't just start praying prayer. But when you pray even in known tongue, the Spirit of God can take over your prayer. While you are praying, He's giving you scriptures. While you are praying, He's helping you in the place of prayer. Because you know we are weak. Men ought always to pray and not faint. Says the word of God. Men ought always to pray. This is not the issue of I prayed yesterday. No, no, no. You pray all the time. When you are driving, you're praying. When you are sleeping, your spirit is there are connecting with the Spirit of God prayer. When you every minute of the time you are praying. At work you are praying. I pray for you right now that you ought, we ought always to pray at no offense. I pray for the spirit of God to come upon you. The spirit of prayer. The spirit of studying the scripture. The spirit of knowing the will of God and praying. Men ought always to pray at no offense. I command this you. I speak to you. I command the fire of God upon your life. Upon your prayer altar. Men always to pray and not to faint in the name of Jesus Christ. And if you don't know Jesus today, the Bible said that the prayer of a righteous man is a filthy, like filthy rag before God. Therefore, there's no need for you to even start praying. Where you have to start praying is first of all to give your life to Jesus and cry out to him like blind Batamos and says, thou son of God, have mercy on me. You cry out to Jesus Christ and 
say, Lord Jesus, I am so sorry for my sin. Now I'm beginning to pray with me. Come into my life and be my Savior. I acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior. I have sinned against you. I'm not worthy to be called your servant. Forgive me all my sins in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, now say, come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Forgive all my sins in Jesus' name. Amen. You are now born again. Now I command you, the Spirit of God upon your life. Holy Spirit, I pray for these ones that gave their lives under the influence of my voice. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, let your power rest upon them. Let your spirit rest upon them. Father, I pray for them that they will continue to walk in your ways. They will not go back to their sin and their vomit like a dog. In the name of Jesus Christ, and I pray that you position people around them that can disciple them. Give us opportunity to disciple them also. In the name of Jesus, we will continue to pray for their souls that they will continue to grow in the spirit and they will continue to know Jesus. And all my brothers and sisters that are listening to me that are born again, let their prayer altar catch fire now. Let the Holy Spirit of God touch their lives. Let the power of God enrich them in that place of prayer. Let the hand of God rest upon them, my Father, my Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we give you praise. We give you adoration for giving us the opportunity to hear your voice this day. That men ought always to pray and not faint. Thank you, Lord, because you are God that answered prayer. Blessed be your name, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. My Father, as many as them that are trusting you for one thing or the other, Lord, I pray that you hear that prayer and answer them speedily. In the name of Jesus, that you renew their strength like eagles. You renew their strength. They will not weary. They will not tire. In the name name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. This is Joy Ophelo of Alberta Ministries. Thank you for listening, joining us in this time episode. And I pray that the, as you have listened to us, that the spirit of prayer, you will catch the spirit of persistence and consistence in prayer, that you will not faint. You will always pray and not faint in the name of Jesus. Now, um, as you hear my voice and you listen to our messages, please do, yes, do us a favor and share the message. Share it with other people so that they can also be partaker of what the Lord is doing in this end time through prayers and through supplications. So share it, okay? Share it and then um, look out for our new, uh, new episode coming again next week. And also you can also go to YouTube and listen to our messages there. And you can join us on Alberta Group in, in Facebook. May God bless you as you continue to be obedient to the word of God. And as you share, may the Lord visit you and bless you in the name of Jesus. Thank you. You can reach us on joy on elbeteljoy at gmail.com. Elbeteljoy at gmail.com. Elbeteljoy at gmail.com is where you can reach us if you have any prayer points or if you have any prayer need. And if you gave your life to Christ today, make it public. Tell your friends, I'm a new Christian, now I'm born again. And tell your friends, and tell, if you know believers around you, tell them. And you can go to church or call a pastor around you and tell them that you're born again. Or you can reach us in a joy, um, elbeteljoy at gmail.com for us to um, disciple you and pick up a Bible online, in a Bible in it's called you version of Holy Bible. You can download it on your app and you have all features there you can look at. From Genesis to Revelation is there and other, other Bible plans you can use to, to grow in the Lord. Thank you very much for joining us today. May El Betel visit you in Jesus' name. Amen. See you in the next episode. God bless.